set free. In the book of Mark, the seventh chapter, in my time of meditation, I was reading this and uh, <clears throat> something just really jumped out at me. Seventh chapter, and we better just begin at the 31st verse. Mark, the seventh chapter, verse 31. You'll find these words, and again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came unto the Sea of Galilee through the mist of the coast of Decapolis. Verse 32, and they bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they beseech him to put his hand upon him. And he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers into his ears, and he spit and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said unto him, Ephatha, that is, be open. Straightway his ears were open, and the string of his tongue was loose, and he spake plain. Take your seats. Verse 34, look at it. It's what caught my attention. Verse 34. Verse 34, and looking up to heaven, he sighed. He sighed. Everybody say, he sighed. There's something in that. Side. I want to talk to you from this subject matter in the form of a question. What causes you to sigh? What causes you to sigh? Now, of course, we know to sigh means to take a deep, audible breath. Often involuntary act of sighing, especially when expressing an emotion or feeling. Sometimes, whether we believe it or not, our sigh speaks louder and say more than our words. I find myself, I find myself sighing more these days. (laughs) I sigh more often and I sigh more deeply. And I wonder if that's true for you today. Do you find yourself sighing more often? I'm not talking about a sigh of relief or satisfaction. And ah, this is good kind of sigh. Talking about the kind of sigh we hear from Jesus in today's text. Because it's not only a sigh, but it's also a moan and a groan. It's a murmuring. It's an expression of something deep within. Can I take my time and talk to you all? Jesus has returned to 
the region around the Sea of Galilee. And the people brought him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech. And they begged Jesus to lay his hands on him. And the text says, of course, that Jesus took the man aside in private, away from the crowd. This was so that the man could better focus on Christ and not be distracted by that which was going on around him. You know, it's easy for us to become distracted by what goes on around us. And as a deaf person, of course, he was very observant what was going on around him, and he could easily be distracted. So the text says that Jesus then puts his finger into his ear, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven. See, this was done to show the deaf man that the curing or his healing was coming from heaven. Every now and then, God will do some things that will amaze you. God will work, work. God will use somebody that you don't expect him to use so that you don't get it twisted, that you know that it was nobody but God. Has God done anything for anybody lately that that uh, you have to admit it wasn't because of the phone call I made. It wasn't because of how much money I had in the bank but it was nobody but God. And then the text says that Jesus sighed and he said to him, Ephatha, that is, be open. He sighed. Somebody say he sighed. What do you what 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 do you make of that? If I was the hand you the mic here today, what would you make of Jesus? Side. What do you think about? What do you think about? I want y'all to really get this today. What do you think about Jesus' side? Maybe, just maybe, he he was just tired. Haven't, haven't you had those days that wore you out, and as soon as you got home, you dropped into a chair or on the couch, and you just simply sighed? Have you ever sighed when the phone or doorbell rang and you wondered, now what? Uh, 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 Maybe, just maybe, Brother Bass, that's what happened to Jesus when the people brought this deaf man with a speech impediment. Maybe he just wanted to be left alone for a while. Do anybody ever get there where you just want to be just left alone? I got home early the other day, and I just sat down in my chair, Brother Bass, around 2 o'clock. Sister Teresa was upstairs. I didn't cut the TV on or anything. And from about 2 to 7 o'clock, I just dozed in and out, in and out, in and out. I I think it was one of those moments that I felt like I just wanted to be alone. How many of y'all know every now and then we need, we need to just get Alone, Maybe or just maybe he's heartbroken at this man's uh, life, the difficulty and uh, struggle. And I believe Jesus felt for the man. 
He was touched by the feeling of this man's infirmities. He was probably thinking of all humanity, of the crowd and all its infirmity and sins. And so the Bible says he sighed. He had just looked up to heaven and uh, no doubt felt the great separation between heaven and earth. The enormous difference between uh, heaven's perfection and earth's sin and uh, corruption. And the Bible said uh, he sighed. Don't you sometimes read the newspaper or maybe listen to the news? and it causes you to sigh. Afghanistan, Haiti, the hurricanes everywhere, the wildfires, Brother Bass, racism, migrants and uh, refugees seeking uh, a new home, political divisions and public bickering. Uh, It's just one sigh after another. Doesn't the ongoing uh, pandemic, one minute they say it's getting better, next minute uh, it's getting worse. Y'all walk with me for a minute. Sometimes uh, it just feels like that it's just one big uh, sigh. I I want everybody right now, right where you sit and just sigh. Come on, sigh. Some of y'all looked at me just then like I've been sighing so much until I got lightheaded. I got lightheaded when I just sighed. Well, 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 let me tell you what, what, what perhaps some of our sighs may be about today. Did you not know we sigh when we're tired? We sigh when we feel overwhelmed and when we wonder if we have what it really takes. We sigh when we feel powerless, when we don't know what to do. We sigh when we feel lost. I'm going to come down your street in a minute. minute. We sigh about the things we desire and long for, but we don't have. We sigh when we are frustrated, disappointed, discouraged. We sigh when we read or hear our local and national conversations about social justice and civil rights and uh, public health. We sigh when uh, agendas are going, are given priority over people. We sigh because it doesn't make sense and many of us just simply don't get it. We sigh when we catch ourselves living old patterns and behaviors that we know are not good for us. We sigh when we realize nothing has changed or is changing. We sigh when we begin to have the same old conversations and arguments in our heads. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Y'all stick with me here. It, it, it just causes us to sigh. What, what, what causes, what causes us to sigh today? Maybe you sigh at some of the things that I sigh at. I just don't know. Maybe it's over the inability to use new 
technology. It can become frustrating. It can become mind boggling. Maybe it's over losses that, that come just from growing old, like the loss of hearing and mobility or, or your sight. Who would ever think that before you get 50, they'd be telling you that you have arthritis in your knees and everything. Sometimes brother Michael come over to the house and he's hurting more than I'm hurting and he's nowhere even close to 50. That will cause you to sigh. When you're accustomed to running up the steps and then all of a sudden you feel yourself huffing and puffing after you reach the fourth step, it will cause you to to sigh when you're accustomed to getting up at six in the morning and starting your day nice and fresh. You now discovering you can't get up before nine. It will cause you to sigh. Maybe just maybe I make you sigh. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just maybe I make you sigh. If you were, if, 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 if you were to list the top three things that causes you to sigh today, what would they be? I don't want you to tell me, but just get it in your mind real quick. Get it in your mind. I want you to think about it. What three things, just three, pastor, I have 20. I only need three things, one for the father, one for the son, and one for the Holy Ghost. Yeah, we're going to do some sign at the end end of this message. So I want you to get the three things that causes you to sigh. That's what's on the top of your list. I know we sigh for thousand different reasons, but in the midst of all of that, I wonder, I wonder, Pastor, what do you wonder? I wonder what if our sighs are the revelation and the recognition that we have bumped up against a close place within ourselves, within our relationships, in our life, and even our world. Isn't that what happened in the text today? Notice the people of that region brought Jesus, a man who is closed. His ears are stopped up and his tongue is tied. And the Bible says that Jesus sighed. Everybody say Jesus sighed. What what if, what, just what if today, Sister Denisha, what if every sigh carries the words Ephatha be open? Come on, don't y'all miss it. What if every one of your sides carry the words Ephatha be opened? What 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 if the the breathing out? What if the noise that it causes you to make? Just what if every sigh is the breath? 
of life. What if Jesus, what, just what if, just y'all walk walk with me, just, just what if, if Jesus is sighing new life into the man in today's text? What if he's, my God, sighing into us new life? Isn't that the story of creation? It says God breathed into his nostrils the what? The breath of life. And the man became a living being. That's the story of creation. Jesus said, I come that you might have what? Life. And that you might have it more abundantly. And for the man in today's text, Jesus sighed and said to him, Ephrathah, that is, be open. Now notice when, when Jesus speaks, something always happens. Now, now, that's what some of y'all need today. You need, oh God, you need him to speak. Speak into your life. You need him to speak into your situation. You need him to speak in your physical conditions. You need him to speak in your relationships. You need God to speak into your marriage. You need God to speak into your job situation. He said, Ephesus, be open and immediately I stop by here to tell somebody it don't take God long to work. That's the reason why I always encourage us to hold on keep on holding on. I don't care how dark the night may seem. I don't care what that last phone conversation you had. I really don't care about what the doctor just told you because the text says that immediately somebody ought to shout a Immediately. Your miracle, your miracle can happen before the benediction. Y'all ain't got to talk to me. Your miracle can happen on your way home. Your healing can take place by you just repeating whatever I tell you to say. The Bible says that immediately his ears were open and his tongue was released and he spoke plainly. In fact, he was a new man. He was a new creation. And I think, I think, I think that most of us, hallelujah, experience our size as a resonation. In other words, as a submission to the circumstance. In other words, I'm going through something and I I just go, in other words, just you just have your way, circumstances. Have, have your way, asthma. Have your way, diabetes. Y'all ain't got to talk back here to me. Have your way, mean boss. Oftentimes, our sides are resonations, but we side believe in that's how it is and how it's going to be. I've been in this condition. I've been in this situation so long until guess what? Uh, that's just 
the way it's going to be. I just have to live with it. But you ought to just tell somebody, turn around and yell at them, yell at them and say the devil is a liar. Because what happens when you start believing, when you start believing, because what you can see out of your natural eyes, when you start believing that that's how it is and that's how it's always going to be, what you do is you close yourself off from the future. Mm. And then you close yourself off from other folk and the possibility of something new happening in your life. Some of y'all have almost just simply resigned from life. But Jesus, he don't do that. My God, listen, his side, his side, his side is not a resonation. But guess what? It's a process of his opposition to anything that would reduce or constrain life. In other words, when I sign, the devil need to know that I'm not signed to give up, but I'm signed to let the devil and everybody else know that I'm going to live my God, I'm going to live to see it happen. You see, it's God's refusal to accept limitations or restrictions on the fullness of life. I don't care what my restriction may be. I don't care what my limitation may be. I'm not going to allow my limitations. I'm not going to allow what I have in the bank. I'm not going to allow whatever the folks say about me to reduce me from the fullness of life. I stop by here to let somebody know I'm almost finished, but I don't feel no ways tired. I've come too far from where I've started from, and nobody told me that the road was going to be easy, but how many of y'all know I don't believe, though, I don't believe that God has brought me this far to leave me now. I don't believe that God has opened up doors and made ways. I don't believe that God has healed my body. I don't believe that he's brought me this far to leave me now. When I look, when I look, when I look, when I look at the size of in my life, I can see the closed places in me. I can see my attitude. Come on here. That's why some of y'all's attitude is so messed up because you let your side become a resonation. Come on. I can see my opinions. I can see my ways of thinking, my version of the truth. It helps me see my actions, but it also helps me see my dreams and my hopes, my vision for how life might be. My sign show me that I still have work to do. Come on. I don't care how long you've been doing it. You ought to tell somebody I still have work to do. It's a trick. It's a trick of the devil. It's a trick of the enemy to make you feel like it's all over for you. The devil is a lie. Yes, younger people might do it better 
and smooth but I still have a work to do because I must work the works of him that sent me what it is there I think I think that sigh I think my God if God was to talk to us today he would let us know that our size should be a place of growth and healing look at the top three things that I told you to think about on your list and some of y'all may have even written them down but what what are they really about what closed places in your life are your size showing you what would it take for you to sigh at those at those closed places in your life and say to them be open that's all some of y'all need to declare to your size is you need to just come on open I wonder what if just what 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 it would be like for you and me to even sigh together because sometimes sighing all by yourself just don't work and I understand we're the type of people that want folk to think that we got it going on and uh, you know we got everything handled and we look pretty good today I ain't gonna talk about hair today we look pretty good today and we got it going on but I stand by here to tell you every now and then uh, we need to sigh together my God and guess what not out of resonation but to notice our opposition and to encourage our resistance and to reinforce our refusal to the closed places in our lives I think that side would be a divine side maybe it might be a prayer for somebody maybe it could be a cry for help but how many y'all know he's a present helper in the time of trouble? Maybe that sigh might be an expression of longing and desire. Maybe it could be hope against hope. Somebody, you come to church and you feel like you're my God. Situation is hopeless. But how many y'all know you got the hope against hope? It just might be the opening of something new in our lives. It was for the deaf and the mute man in today's text. And how many of y'all know that God is no respecter of person? If God did it for that deaf man. How many of y'all know God to do the same thing for you? Well, 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 can we try it as I close here? Can we just, can, can we just kind of give it just a little, just a little test? I want you to pick one thing that's my God critical. I want you to pick one thing in your mind, one thing that's on your list. And when I count to three, I want you to just close your eyes and I want you to think about the Lord and I just want us to sigh. 
<laughs> now you know when you sigh, it depends on how critical it is. <laughs> because sighs will make you make some noise. <laughs> because when you look at that word sigh, it really means the moan and the groan. <laughs> but somebody ought to say, thank God for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> because the Bible tell me, I'm almost finished. <laughs> but the Bible let me know that you're just not moaning and groaning for nothing. <laughs> but the Bible says that when we sigh, in other words, when we moan and when we groan, the Bible says that the spirit, it takes our moaning and our groaning. And how many y'all know there come a time in all of our lives that we really don't know what to pray for? Somebody, you come to church this morning and you really don't know what to pray for. But God knows when you sigh. And here's what I want us to do when we get through sighing. I want us all to declare in this place. You got to come open. On the count of three, everybody just take a deep breath. And then I want you to sigh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? One, two, three. Come on, sigh. Come on. Come on. Let's do it again. Somebody, you didn't get it. You must be satisfied where you're at. But this side, this time, is my side. In other words, come open. One, two, three. Come on inside and declare Ephatha. Somebody shout Ephatha. Come on, shout Ephatha. And then shout be open. God can. He'll open it up for you. God will. He'll open up that door. God will make that way. God will heal your body. I dare you to shout Ephatha. In other words, come open. My finances, you got to come open. My healing, come open. Yes, whatever I need, I said whatever I need, it's got to come open. Now that you worked on yourself, Let's work on somebody else because I've discovered when I forget about myself and pray for somebody else, that's the time that God moves in my mind. I want you to think about somebody else. It may be a brother, it may be a sister, it may be a close relative, but I want you to get them, get them in your mind, and on the count of three, I need you to sigh, and when you get through sighing, I want you to declare, Ephesus! Be open. Are you ready? One, 
two, three, five. Shout out Be open. It don't matter if they're in Mississippi. It don't matter if they're in Michigan, New York, Chicago, Louisiana, Ephatha, Ephatha, be open, Ephatha, be healed, Ephatha, be delivered, Ephatha, be set free. Shut up, Papa! Shut up, Papa! Be open! Be open! And immediately, let me tell y'all something. When I shout Ephatha, I believe God does it. I'm not wishing he do it. I know he's doing it. That's the difference, just repeating what I say and grasp hold of faith and believe God that it is so. Sister Candice, give me a Now shout, be open. Be open. Be open. Woo, God's opening it Be open. Sister White, Ephesus. Jump to your feet and say, be open. Be open. Be open. And immediately, the deaf man could hear, and he began to talk plainly. Some of y'all's, let me just say this, and I'm finished. Some of y'all's doors always going to remain closed when you're not obedient. To the man of God. I got this. I got that. I'm not fussing at you. I'm just telling you. Because I'm declaring Ephesus. My doors are coming open. And, and, and here's what I'm not going to lie. Hallelujah. I'm not going to allow you to bog me down. Because you refuse to Ephesus. Oh, glory be to God. God said, I'm going to open up doors for you. Some of y'all so down and depressed and out 
until your mind is just bogged down into what you, some of y'all literally looking at me like this. Stay close. Hey, I need somebody one more time to say, and then shall be open. Be open. You could be sick in your body today. You don't have the strength to say Ephatha. I dare you. Just wave your hand. Just wave your hand. Every eye closed, every head. Just wave your hand. Mm. Just wave your hand. Just wave your hand. Just wave your hand. Be open. Be open. Be open. Be open. Be open. Be open. God, touch our minds. I rebuke that spirit right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Touch the mind, God. Touch the mind, God. Somebody, I need you to know you ain't going crazy. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. Ephatha. Ephatha. Be open. Your mind is sound. Your mind is strong. I rebuke the devil now. In the name of Jesus. Be open. That wounded spirit. I rebuke in the name of Jesus. That living in the past. I rebuke that right now. Past you will not. Hinder my presence. My present. And you show not. Going to hinder my blessings in the future. What happened in the past is the past. New future be open. New life be open. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And immediately. The man experienced new life. God, I thank you now. I thank you. Shared with your people what you placed on my heart to share. You declared that your word would not go forth void, but it would accomplish what you set out for it to accomplish. God, I pray now. I want those that are not in the sanctuary, but you own Zoom. I hope you've been following us, but I want you to just declare Ephatha, Ephatha. And then say, be open. Mm. Be open. Be open. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
Satan got to flee in the name of Jesus. Be open in the name of Jesus. God, if there's one that don't know your darling son, Jesus, as a personal savior, I pray that you draw him before it's too late. In the name of Jesus. Draw him before it's too late. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you. God, we praise you. We honor you. We glorify you. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus. Ah, glory. Come on, everybody, sigh, sigh. That's not a sigh of resonation. That's a sigh of new life. And from this day forward, from this day forward, many had to make hard decisions. Maybe you had some regrets, some anger, some unforgiveness, some uncertainty. Maybe your soul was just getting tired. Glory be to God. But from this day forward, mm, from this day forward, I'm going to try and breathe in life and I'm going to breathe out hope. Come on, I'm going to breathe in life. And I'm going to breathe out hope. Because long as there's breath in my body, until you roll me down this aisle, hallelujah, I'm going to breathe in life. And I'm going to breathe out hope. I need three people to say, I'm going to breathe in life. And I'm going to breathe out hope. Come on, say it again. I'm going to breathe in life and I'm going to breathe out of hope. Say it one more time. I'm going to breathe in life and I'm going to breathe out of hope. So every time I take a breath, every time I take a breath, I'm breathing in life and I'm breathing out of hope. All right. I'm finished. I'm finished. Y'all give me about 10 seconds. In the presence of the Lord. I'm breathing in life and I'm breathing out hope. Okay, how dark it is. I'm breathing in life 
but I'm breathing out 